Johnny, <laughs> do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Time for Matt and Madigan's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Madigan. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and dials, Jacob the Audio Guy. I love you. Sweet COVID-19. Everything fun. Did you see, uh, so this is, I don't think we have a lot of COVID talk to get through today, but I want to start Tons. with this. It's all on my agenda. I want to start with this. A People mayor, are coming to us for the facts. They are. A mayor in southern Italy today. Yeah. So Italy is on full-on lockdown. lockdown yeah. Like if you don't have an important place to be going, you stay at home. If you have a pet to walk, you can go walk your pet. But they're even like cracking down on that. They're like, oh, no, you, your dog looks tired. It's time for you to go home. So a mayor put out a statement the other day, and I forget what, ta- I forget what time it was. As an Italian dog body language expert, I can tell you that they're cracking down. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So this mayor said. Uh, they don't get to go get their spaghetti on the corner anymore with their boyfriend, the tramp. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's hitting everyone. Uh, so this mayor said, uh, oh, uh, students theaters, are right. getting ready to um, to graduate, yeah. and I'm getting word that a lot of students want to have parties. They want to have graduation parties. And I'm here to tell you, if there is a graduation party, the police will come to your party, and they will bring, and I have, uh, I have options for you. What, what did this mayor say that the cops were going to show up with at the party? Gloves, zip ties. Guns, oh. tasers. Beanbag <laughs> guns, flamethrowers. 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 Absolutely. He's, he threatened uh, high school students graduating and having parties with flamethrowers. Wow. That's... <laughs> He's going to bring flamethrowers. What's funny is that if you brought flamethrowers, they would toss pizza dough at those flamethrowers. And mid-air, Instantly you'd see cook yeah. it, pizza get made. Is it true that music's just always playing in Italy? Yep. I feel like it is. I, um... Uh, so we're, we, we're, we're doing things at home, teaching the kiddos. And so, you know, everything's at the table, breakfast, lunch, and, uh, you know, the school activities uh-huh. and, and, uh, you've been having a lot of meal time with the kiddos. Yeah. In the middle of a uh, computer learning, my youngest kid, uh, just spills water right on my wife's MacBook pro. Oh no. <laughs> Full glass of water right on the MacBook pro. Was this today? Uh, yesterday. Oh no. And so someone's like, "Did you shut down right away?" I go, "Oh, it shut down right away. It was, it was off. You you didn't shut it down. We didn't have to do anything. <laughs> it went into auto mode." And everyone's like, uh, "And then so I put it on Facebook, going like, I actually put it on Facebook not to be like, what do I do? Because you know what to do, right? But I just wanted to say like, has anyone had this happen? Stick it in rice. And uh, you know, what did you say? Stick it in rice. Okay. <laughs> this is what I discovered yesterday. Uh huh. I didn't realize how many of my friends know how to type and send the word rice. Just, just <laughs> how many people just notice it? And no matter how many times, if someone's, if if if, if a thing says seventy eight comments, uh-huh. people are like, "I ain't reading shit. Oh. I'm typing rice and I'm hitting send." I love when people do that. <laughs> I, was like, I love when people see just a fucking pages of comments on something and, and obviously like, don't read any of them and say just the most common thing. Right. And the funniest thing was, is I had two friends who are Apple Care specialists who were like, stop saying rice. Do not stick it in rice. 
Stop. I work for Apple Care. Do not stick your laptop in rice. Right. The rice thing I've known for a while to be a total myth. Yes. Uh, rice is not that absorbent. Right. Mainly. It takes a while for rice to absorb water. Yeah. Just putting then, it somewhere where it can drain is, is much more Having effective. food particulate in your electronics is also not desirable. Hadn't thought about that angle, but, but I, you're probably right. But I had a friend who wrote like, yeah, but you can wash the rice first and then use that and then use it. But as a joke. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah. that's it. But the person who wrote the thing took him seriously. was like, uh, that kind of defeats that. the purpose, doesn't it? Yeah. And I was like, he's joking. Yeah. As a, as a comedy dude. Yeah. I'm always, because, you know, you, you scroll through and you're like, oh, I, I, got, I got a bit. Yes. But I look through the comments yeah, yeah. to see if somebody beat me to the bit. You always have to look through the comments, I, especially if you're doing a bit. You don't want to be the repeat bitter. No, no, no. And I actually will look at the amount of comments and just use that as a, my own discouraging factor. Right. Like if I see more than six comments, I'm like, uh, somebody got the somebody bit. got the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if I see like one of you guys put one of you guys post something, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I've got something. Yeah. If I look at it and see like more than ten comments already, yeah, I'm like yeah, somebody else already got yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's done. not worth it's not worth diving into that pool. Yeah. So watching Apple Care people being like, stop <laughs> saying rice. It's great. No, don't do rice. <laughs> stop it. Uh, and then finally the. People completing the bit, which is like, yes, I did stick my kid in a bag of rice. <laughs> Head first. Uh, but like, but my to, kid is dry. To have this situation where you're just looking at like two grand go like, right. is like, mm-hmm. oh, and you're trying to do the right thing. And oh, it is just a oh, swift kick in the balls. I mean, there's never time. Never a great never time. Never a good time, time to blow a computer. I, uh, I had this happen to me. You tried to turn it on today? Not yet. Okay. So we don't know. We don't know. And I also might. You know, I don't know if the Apple. If I know Apple's not open. Did you? Um, I don't know if computer fair places are open. Did Did you at least like turn it upside down? Yeah, turn it upside Great. down. I bet uh, it'll be fine. Some people were like the the people who are like I fix computers is gonna sound strange. Turn your oven on low, and if you have a convection oven, mm. even better. And I was like, I just can't trust myself to do this right. I'm not sticking my. Computer oh, you will into forget that your computer is in there. Yes, you're that, talking about a guy who left his burner on. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the guy to. to and they're like, cause they're like hair dryer, but not too close, because you can't, you don't want to melt anything. But right. You do want like mo- heat movement is key. And I was like, I don't know. So it's in the backyard. Right yeah. Now that's a good enough. That's good. I bet that'll be we fine. We got good I, wind out here we right now. We have a ton of wind right now. Honestly, I bet it's going to be fine. Um, I have, I have high hopes. High hopes. But that's what I was. I was more looking. I wasn't looking for people to give me advice, which which didn't stop people from yelling rice over and over and over. Again. And I want to be like, really? There's 70 comments, and you want to be like rice. You think nobody else is uh everybody's like, jumping on that one? comments people are like, you know, rub it. <laughs> Jump up and down with it. Say magic words to like, it. Like what are the odds that like what could you possibly not who right. could, how could none of those things be rice after seven comments? Rice. Um yeah. No, because the good thing about that technology is it really is pretty hardy. It, yeah. it, it's pretty it's pretty solid. These are from twenty fifteen. Yeah. You know, that's why I love them, and they're investments. They're expensive, but, like, they, they right. still work. Mine, mine still works great. Yeah. From 2015. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, <laughs> after we tried to, like, talk about it as a family, because it was, a, it was a kind of an ordeal. Okay. And then we had to, like, accidents happen. Like, this was not our kids being 
malicious punks or anything. Of course. This was a, a genuine accident. Genuine accident. So we had to kind of take it down a peg. Kiddo upset? Uh, and then uh, the youngest kid was very upset, but okay. we, we worked through it with him. And then older kiddo was like, uh, Mommy, you said a bad word. When that happened. Great. Oh, you're goddamn right. I did. Exactly, <laughs> right? I was like, yeah. And I want to be like, is this time where I have a chance to be like, hey. Oh, uh, are you showing the kids rated R films yet? Oh, not yet. Go for it. Now's the time. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, now's the end time. You got oh, time yeah. to you got time to talk it over with them after. Let's do That's it. True. I, when was your first uh, dirty film? A dirty I'm, film. Dirty <laughs> film. Right. Are you showing your children pornography? Okay. Star, well, starring role? You I mean? think we Are talked about this a long time ago. <laughs> what was your first? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are, have you watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV series? Yes. God damn it. I love that show. With what's his name? Barry. Yeah. Did the, I've done a lot of pornography. Yes. Ah, I was in so many pornographies. Yes. And all of them were hot and turned people on. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my, it's so fucking funny. He's so funny. He's so tasty. I was hired because I looked like a vampire. <laughs> the role was a vampire. And they hired me. <laughs> um, fucking, that, if you're not watching that series... And made I haven't me seen it yet, but I hear great. And made me binge through it. I, I loved the movie. I watched the movie a long time ago. I've seen the movie. Love the fucking. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And it, yeah, I like the movie. It's just really, 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 really funny. Yeah. But what was your first rated R uh, exposure? Psycho. I'm trying to remember. So, like, no way. We was it? We, four we, years old. Psycho. Stop it. Uh, not, uh, not a healthy experience. Really? At four? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Uh, literally was like, uh, oh, I'm only taking baths. Yeah. I will say that uh, my neighbor Ryan, we'd go to Ryan's house, and and they had a lot more uh, uh, stuff. lax parenting, and he was really fascinated mm. by horror movies. So I remember we watched Poltergeist like all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where like, he would like act it out and stuff. <laughs> um, but the first thing I remember being fucked up by was Exorcist, the mm. vomiting three sixty head vomiting thing, really. Made me feel uh, like awful for like weeks. In in my like very Bibleicious town, yeah, Exorcist was a big deal. Yeah, a lot of people were really freaked out by Exorcist and and all of the mythos that went with it. Yeah, all of the stuff like oh they used real spells and real things in this. Yeah, and the set oh, the, was uh, haunted the... and whatever like all yeah. all that stuff that went along with it that that, that the movie studio had put out totally as, as part of their. Uh, uh, they had a lot of difficulties and said to hang a lantern on it. And it's weird. Right. And then, and then on uh, w- which one was it? Um, Shout out again to Squaring the Strange. who did a breakdown of all of that. Oh, nice. That, that Poltergeist. Really, nice, really well done. Poltergeist 2, 3, where the little girl got killed in the helicopter and all that crazy shit. Oh, uh, the Landis movie? Yeah. I don't think that was a Poltergeist, was it? I don't know. I forget what movie he was shooting. I don't Wasn't think it was Poltergeist. It? No. But. Uh, I don't know. Man, that's a cursed set for sure. Um, for sure, I uh, we've been no. Uh, th- first off, we between the movies we bought our kids in Disney Plus, there's no shortage of like, what do we watch? So everything right. in the world, you just watch Black Cauldron. Over are you and over able? Again. Are you, well, I guess you get you get a different audience with the kids. Yeah, you just got you and SJ. What is your viewing stuff going on? Oh, what did we watch last night? Um, oh, we just we just started in. With um, the Tiger King 
on Netflix. Oh, that crazy thing. I'm telling you. Wait a minute. This shit is crazy. Yeah. Oh. The best part of it is there is not a single redeemable person in the entire thing. Uh, you know what? You this, sit there watching and going like, this? I hate this everyone. Is, this, is the is new, this? this is the new, what was the thing with the I gave him release? What was that movie? Which one was that? Remember what? the documentary that I told you about? Oh, so fucking crazy! No, you're the only one who saw it. We didn't see it. Oh, you guys have still got it. Now, now's your chance to see that one. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the crazy guy who abducted the girl. Right. Yeah, yeah, abducted yeah. in plain and the, sight. And the, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! No, this is all about a guy in Oklahoma who calls himself the Tiger King. It's a documentary. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he runs a tiger sanctuary. Is a strong word. Like, but I don't know what else to call it. Pit? Backyard, um, really big backyard. Like, he, it, it's a lot of acreage. Yeah, estate. Uh, he has a few hundred uh, tigers and lions, and like he and has bears. bears. Oh my. He does. He has alligator. He has monkeys. Uh, he's got a lot is he of. He's still shit. alive. I, well, I haven't gotten to the end of it at I, this point in the documentary. He is. I think he gets killed. Anyway, yeah, I, uh, that's when I need. And to there's like watch fighting between his like, his group. I like Paul firing potential spoilers across the bow for no reason. Right. No, it's not. A, if I could spoil it, I would have. But I think right. he dies. He's dead. Why <laughs> else you make a documentary? If he's not dead. Oh, yeah, like, I'll be surprised. Oh, yeah, here's a documentary about a guy who's happily raising. Has tigers. he spoken in present day about this time back then? Uh the the most present day clips that they've shown is him in jail. I hate when ah. that thought. I hate that thought when that thought crossed my mind while I'm watching. I'm like, wait, they're not cutting him to him in present day, dude. No, oh, the, God. the present day clips that they do go to are you know the maybe present day clips they go to is him making phone calls from jail. All uh, we watch at home when Ann's got the remote, ninety yeah. percent of it is murder mystery stuff. Yeah, and right. she's like, oh, I've seen this one. Oh, I've seen this one. She's like me with she alien shit. It. She's seen it all. But she, but but every time you watch it. You got, we we pick up on these clues. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Oh, they're not talking about them in the present tense. Yeah. Oh, no, we're planning on doing yeah. a movie night tonight. We think we, we think we're gonna do a like a big a big movie tonight. But yeah, we, we spent the last couple of nights watching the Tiger King. What's on which, your list? I gotta what tell do, you, you have a short list of what you're gonna watch. No, I, I told her as I left the house today to come here. I I left that in in her court. Did you see what we would do in the shadows yet? Yes. All right. I'm trying to think of another another wower. A wowsy wow wower. Yeah, we saw committed that, to watching a movie in a long time. It's uh, not even on our list. Okay, right. we got that. You know, that's the, the thing is, we were like, oh, we can do like a full on movie night. Tonight. Ever since this stuff happened, uh, did you guys watch Onward already? No, that's on the no. on the short list, possibly. That's it's, not in theaters, right? That's not. A, an... It's on demand already because of the situation. Oh, okay. It's the lowest grossing Pixar film ever for an opening. Because huh. of what's going because on, because of the COVID, yeah, gotcha. and uh, and so there, it's already out on digital. Oh, interesting! Because my youngest is asking me about it. It's on digital, so we're watching. Is it on the plus yet, or is it on? No, the it's just on digital. No, it's sale. it's it's twenty bucks. No. Um, oh, Mickey! But that was the thing, and it's still it's Matt. Still, go ahead and get it on plus. Go ahead, it's right, still take forty dollars cheaper than it is. They're going, going to the movies, movies. Right a on. week and a half ago. Anne was like, "Let's go see that new Emma movie," and I'm like, "Ay." She's like, don't you know Emma? And I'm like, eh, no. She's like, Emma, it's the, you know, and, and she's right. It is the the base outline of every romantic comedy ever made. Yeah, yeah. It was the, I know what you're talking is about. the original. It's, yeah. uh, okay. I, I forget who wrote the book, but uh, it's like a classic book. Mm-hmm. Now then, what Paul just described Anne doing, 
Dan Brown. Is something that Paul does to us from time to time, which is says a word. You know who Emma is? No. Yeah, it's Emma. Emma. No, we don't know what you're talking about. That's Emma. E M M A. No, Paul, we don't know. This is why I'm married to Ann. So uh, we, she, she's like, oh yeah, let's watch that new Emma, and I'm like, oh Jane Austen, Jane Austen. It's and it's and it's the first. It's her first book. Uh, Jane Austen's first book. And so I have an Emma story. We watch it. What? Well, <laughs> we watch it, and I'm like, eh, it's okay. It's fine. I was just. It's boring. As fuck. Oh no, it's terrible. But whatever. Uh, but my then, Emma story is a theater company that I worked for. Yeah. Somebody who worked there uh, adapted it to a stage play. Adapted this long, long Jane Austen, and this you know like a five hundred page novel. He, here's how I know Emma sucks. I've heard of Jane Austen. <laughs> I've never heard of Emma. Oh, right. but but that's the one that this woman adapted it to a stage play that no, was three and a half hours that, long. That, that but Emma made it into better pieces. Three but and it's... a half hours of Emma. But Emma <laughs> was a Gwyneth Paltrow vehicle early in her career. Yeah, there was a version that she was in, and it is Clueless. Right. Yeah, yeah. Clueless is Emma. Yes. And so then we I had, think it's also Mean Girls. Mm, to a to a to yeah, a, yeah. To like a there, degree. There's several different like really big stories that there have kind of come there's out some of winding it. of oh, that. Let's yeah. pick these nits. Let's figure this out. Guys. Well, yeah. for sure it's Clueless. And number so number one Emma podcast online right here people. We watched Clueless, which I had never seen all the way through. Uh-huh. I've seen bits. And I was like, okay, yeah, and I th- and and Anne's just like, I think you just don't like the story of Emma. I think I think you're probably fucking right. That's probably true. Because so it tells you, you lies it. about how people should behave about romance. Well, not only that, but it's it's not that. It's just everybody is fake to themselves and and don't do good. They're just they 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 fall under the the veil of society. They do what society asks of them the whole time until mm-hmm. finally at the eleventh hour they go, "Oh fuck society!" And they're like, "Yeah," which I imagine whenever this came out was a oh, very powerful thing to put absolutely. into a Absolutely, it was big when it ended today. Yeah, it was huge. It yeah. was a very popular book. Uh, so there was that, but it is interesting, and I felt like it's kind of cool to be able to be part of that experiment. Yeah, and I wonder how far that's going to go, and if that's not going to be a full on change. If they make money with this, what every time a movie comes out in the theater, day and date, it's in the it's in your house. Oh, I mean, like that's coming. It it would be for children's movies. You should you should leave with like a code. Do you know what I mean like the yeah. code should come with the uh, with the movie theater with because the ticket price? Yeah, because in to other be words, to... if I'm paying that right there, oh yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and you give me a discount code for when I get home. Because my kids, as soon as they go see a movie in the theater, they just watch want it, it at home. Yeah. Yeah, they would just want to watch right. it a exactly. thousand times. And that whole like waiting for it to come out thing is not as exciting to them as it was for us. You well, know? for us, it wasn't exciting. It was excruciating. Published yeah. 1815, we, by the way, Emma. It was a year and a oh, half I would have guessed 1814. A year and a half for movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then they cost a hundred bucks. What else has Jane Austen written there, Jacob? Oh, I don't know. I looked up the date for Emma. I know. No one gave a shit about the date. Uh, uh, side note, comedian Brett Ween says, Kenny Rogers dipping out in the middle of the apocalypse is the I most no one to fold them shit I've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if he was, I don't, was he the first? Uh, oh, did he just, he just share it? I, he, he might've just shared I've, I've seen that around. I, I, I'm trying I don't to know. give credit. Yeah. I don't know just who, being, I saw this on the internet. I don't know who I might've gotten miscredited. It. I don't know who to attribute that to. If it was him, good on you. Cause he's, oh, cause exactly he's writing right. other funny shit. So I thought it was him, but maybe I'm wrong. 
I don't know. Anyways, who cares? Funny joke. It was a funny fucking yeah. joke. Oh, Sense and Sensibility. That's a Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice. That's the one. See, Pride and, these are, these yeah, are movies. Yeah. These are things that I've heard of. Yeah. Because people still like those things. This Emma thing can suck a day. It was uh, uh it was not a great those Emma. are two other big ones. Am I am I am I uh, am I is the hot take? Am I ruffling things in the chat with my hot Emma take? I don't think so. Uh let's see. Let me <laughs> scroll up here a little bit. Let me go through all so. of the chat and uh no. <laughs> it is it is weird though, like the this first this week. Yeah. The bucketshow.com, by the way, if you want to join us on Twitch, you can watch us live on Twitch and you can give your own hot takes on Emma. The fact that this this thing hit when it did, and the, these are the movies that are doing this first experiment. Not necessarily the best litmus test, because nobody wants to see right. what's out. Mm-hmm. Maybe Onward is going to start getting some more buzz. Yeah. But, I don't know. Every so often, Onward though, was going to do bad for Pixar anyway. Right, right. It, it was not one of their... Every so often, this gets talked about. It got a lot right, of... different uh, reasons, this this gets bandied about every, like, every few years or so. Yeah. And then they end up just keep on doing what they're doing. I want to watch it because I love Pixar's uh, high standard for story writing. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm sure it'll make me tear up. Yeah. The key with Pixar is, did you earn it? Always. <laughs> but most of the time they do. Most of the time they do. <coughs> I'll I really tell you who love... absolutely earned it. Yeah. Is the following sponsor. Working remotely can be a challenge, especially for teams that are new to it. How do you deal with your work environment being the same as home while staying connected and productive? And then there's your newest coworker, the cat. Well, your friends at Trello have been powering remote teams globally for almost a decade. At a time when teams must come together more than ever to solve big challenges, Trello's here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Trello keeps everyone organized and on the same page, helping teams communicate, focus, and connect. Teams of all shapes and sizes at companies like Google, Fender, Costco, and likely your favorite neighborhood coffee shop all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O.com. Trello.com. Do you like chewing? Oh, I love to chew. Do you hate swallowing? Ah, oh, there's nothing no worse than after the chew, I have to swallow. Do you love Jesus? Oh, he is the best. Jesus Christ. Do you hate Satan? Oh, the devil, eh? Diablo, you take a ride. Then you need Bibleicious gum. Bibleicious? Yeah. Oh, hey, I don't have to swallow. Chew on that. Whoa. Yeah, chew on the word of God. And it's got a duck on the front with a spike collar and yeah. a punk mohawk. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty badass. And a cross. Yeah, we're like uh, the Christian rock of chewable things. I like it. It's like fruit striper gum. Yeah, fruit striper gum is great. <laughs> uh, Enter Hayes keeps a checkup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been, because uh, uh, we're in good shape right now. Westworld just came back. Oh, yep. as far as stuff to see, yeah, I so, got I got to reorder HBO. It, yeah, got it um, soon. I saw a thing last night that I bet you'll like. Paul is that a WWE Network is releasing a whole bunch of their content for free. Are they? I think for the next thirty days is what the story said. Free trial? I don't think it's a full on free trial. It's just a lot of their. It's a lot of the stuff that's in the WWE Network. They're releasing it for free, including all the old WrestleManias. I have them all on DVD up to 24. 
But not the latest one. The latest one won't be part of that. Yeah. Well, the latest one is really interesting. And that was another thing building up to all this madness. Yeah. I was watching that very closely because that was supposed to go down in Florida. Yeah. And there was a lot of things like, and, and, you know, as, as being part of a show, waiting to see what, what moves were going to be made, uh, what Vince McMahon was going to do was a big thing that a, a big litmus test is like, sure. And so they're already doing, they're doing wrestling shows with no crowds. Have you yeah. seen these? They're I doing it. I, I know about this because they're doing it at uh, Full Sail. Yeah. So some of our, some of my friends at Full Sail run them. Well, they're doing them already, right? And so they're already doing. It's in uh, Florida. They're going to be doing WrestleMania down. They're going to they're changing their plans constantly. They don't know what okay. time have that. But they've already done several of their weekly shows with no audiences, and it's bizarre. I watched the AEW show from last week, and it was so thoroughly entertaining. If you got the Hulu, got the old Hulu, check out AEW's last week show. So good. I'll check it out. It was really, Great. really good. because they. That's the third rail of my house. I told you. Before I show my kids a rated R film, if I show them a proper wrestling show, I think my wife will be like, this is such a bad idea. Dude, especially a- right now. Go AEW. Yeah. If you show them that AEW with nobody in the audience, oh, this is such a terrible they're already idea. stuck in the house. Yeah, it's a terrible is, idea. If they start figuring such, out wrestling, your fucking, house is going to fall down around your ears. Oh it's such God. a meta I don't even want to show SJ a wrestling show. Shout out to Michael Ellsroth, who's tipping us in the uh, in the chat. Oh, how nice. Ellsroth. That's very nice. You're the best. We got the, and so many people have stepped up on the Patreon. Well, yeah, we recorded a bonus episode because we thought we were going to be good people, right? Mm -hmm. Turns out our listeners are way better people. Turns out we're going to owe one. And we're just doing our job. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to owe a, we're going to owe a bonus episode this month. Which is. And we haven't hit the bonus level in like a few months. So this is the fact crazy. that people have stepped up to make sure we hit the bonus level this month is fucking <laughs> bizarre. It's it's great, and like you may, you guys made my like my because uh, people who are raising their 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 things. I'm I'm going through my email in the morning. I see it. You guys made my wife cry this morning. Just so you know, that seeing all the people who increased their pledges really started to make my wife tear up in the kitchen this morning. It wasn't the uh, botch vasectomy pictures. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's and, a it's and, a big I, and deal. And I cut onions in front of my children. They didn't shed a tear. Oh, even it's that. a big tough. deal. They're and it's, it's the hard. only it's the only thing I've got going on right yeah, now. Yeah, Paul can't even get through to unemployment. And <laughs> nobody can. Through. Nobody can. That there's there's yeah. two hundred thousand of us trying to call I the goddamn out, system. I filled it out early on online. I did it online. Yeah. And I still haven't heard anything. Yeah, but you didn't get a thing that told you to call. No. So you're in better shape. You and I are on the same page there. I guess no, because if you, if I guess I'm in better shape, but I haven't heard yeah. anything. I haven't yeah, heard yeah. anything saying it's, that I'm in any kind of shape. It's all screwed. It's all there's. There's probably eight dudes running it because we were at historic lows. Yeah, right. It's bad, but I whatever. Think I think it's officially up to like 500 percent higher volume. Yeah, I'll be okay. It's gonna that. That's not my right. biggest concern. It was last week, but as of yesterday, when I got up and called right as soon as the fucking thing opened. Yeah, and as soon as it was open, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Busy signal, and then I read online, and then I hear their li- their stuff is full. Yeah, so there's people that's just going to be on hold all goddamn day. Yeah. There's people in line. I hear what they're trying to do now is do an online sign-up for callbacks, and that way you can get a line going over multiple days. It's going to... Isn't that exciting? Yeah. I'm not even fucking with it. There's yeah. no reason to even fuck with it for a couple weeks, or at least a week or so, because right. it's just... Sport. There's yeah. no way they right. can deal with it. Yeah. And people less fortunate than me really need to access the system 
I can let it simmer for a minute. But it's 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 driving me bananas. But the fact that Patreon is going well and the show this show itself is going well, yeah, is a huge factor in getting me closer and closer to my lifelong dream of house husbandry. Oh, which of with since this current situation has, has raised houses from the time they're children more, until more, the houses exactly, exactly older. a little more a uh, little house more husband. light shine shown upon this uh, possibility. I was watching <laughs> a... it's getting closer and closer to where it's like so, you know oh, if we had a place where we it? weren't paying as much. Could maybe uh, make this work, and I'm like, okay, all right. I got a- your wife on board with this plan. She's the one that's saying, like, I think that if it came to it, if we had, if we lived in a place that wasn't as expensive, yeah, and and if I had to do this remotely, or what have you, we're st- and and you were still making, oh, you mean like leave Las Vegas? Yeah, she's like, if you were still making what you make with the podcast, yeah, you could probably just do the podcast, and. Uh, and I would float the rest of it. Really? Wow. It's Anne's idea, huh? Anne's idea. Now, again, she's this like... This is the kind of stuff... This is the kind of thing where... And believe me, I want to get back to talking about Emma, but let's talk about this. Um, uh, these are the weird side effects of what's happening. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the idea, like, the idea that we're all trying to press pause and then unpause, right, right. is like such a... It's such a lie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because things like this might happen. And, and and yeah, if you were to tell me this before this, my heart would be on the floor being like, what? Where the fuck are you going? You know what I mean? Probably but like, nowhere. But No, 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 no. But you're like, yeah. Who the fuck possible. knows? It is you know? possible. And, right. and, and, and that like, and then you're like, but that, and that plan makes sense. Because the thing, that's the thing always about like Las Vegas is someone who thought I was going to live here for six months and now I'm on whatever. Mm-hmm. You're More billion. than six months. More than six months. Kentucky math. Um, anytime someone says, like, oh, I'm thinking about getting to Las Vegas, someone's like, well, go. Like, yeah. as soon as you don't think you should be here, there's not, like, you know, like, New- when you live in New York, mm. it defines you. Right. You know, like, you're a fucking New Yorker. Yeah. You tough shit out. Doing this. It's harder. Everything's harder, more expensive, and you're on the fucking move, and you learn to survive there because it's, like, no other place on the planet. And so... To just go like, yeah, I'm gonna try like another thing. There's like, a, there's an element when you leave New York that other New Yorkers look at you like you're quitting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. You're like, you're like, forget it. You know. And when I would tell people in New York that I did not like living there, yeah, the look of just disgust and disdain that I would get. Yeah. It, it was just like, what do, you, what do you mean you don't love it here? And when you're trying to make an entertainment in Los Angeles and you're struggling. There's a lot of people there who are also struggling, and you can still be like, I'm in L.A., I'm giving it a go, and everyone goes like, right. way to go. If you're living in, you know, Florida, and you're trying to make it as an entertainer, and you're like, I'm thinking about doing something else, people go like, well, fucking do something else, you're in Florida. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, so Vegas is like, there's not like a fucking like, but I'm a Las Vegas, baby. You know what I mean? There's not that yeah. element of like, I you have got that. a fucking. Right. I, I feel that. Yeah. To a small degree. To a small degree. At this point, I'm 22 years deep. Yeah. I feel like that qualifies me as a local at this point. I oh, think so. Sure. Right? I'm, yes. I'm, I'm far less transient than most yeah. in this town. And I've seen a lot now. We're all over 10 years at now. At this point. And I achieved the things I wanted to achieve. You have a resume that would dictate you've had an entertainment career for sure. Right. I've had an entertainment career in this town that I'm proud of. And now I feel like I made it to a point where I'm like, okay. I, I 
I fought that fight. Yeah. I can continue to fight that fight. Yeah. But the more the world gets insane, yeah, <laughs> the less sense it makes to fight that particular fight. There's just because I I look at it and there's just not there's not a place that I look at where I go oh that's better oh as far as location another place yeah, yeah. oh yeah no that's one of the stranger things about this the only pandemic is that you're like you literally look, you look back at all your life choices as you struggle right now right you're like. Everywhere is affected by this, so it doesn't put me somewhere. No, like, we're oh, not okay. in a better. But or worse also, place. not even just the pandemic. Just you know, like our day to day life two months ago. Yeah. It's not like I looked at somewhere else and, and just thought to myself, "Oh, that seems much better. That seems no, like a better place to not, live." And even in general, like it's still relatively affordable. This town. Oh, right. what I love about here, like it's funny because I'll say what I. It's 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 there's a tremendous middle ground to this city. Mm-hmm. If you're if when things are normal, yes, in that. Uh, you know, not everything comes here, but a lot comes here. Mm-hmm. A lot comes here. Yes, you know, that's what I love from about entertainment it. and food and everything else, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, when people from a big city hear what we pay for stuff, they're like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Right. When you talk to people who still live in other states that aren't next to huge cities, right? It still sounds expensive to live here to them, right? Right. Do you know? Yeah. And so, like, you're in this like weird middle ground. And as someone moved here from New York. You were like, what a bargain. What a bargain. And then also like a fine compromise of aging into. Like like the secret of why staying here has been fantastic is like I'm getting older. I don't want to be walking around as much as I was walking around in New York. Hell no. And, you know, like I, I have a family. I want to kind you of enjoy. A yard. Yeah, like Fuck I get yeah. to still go to fucking concerts, eat at the craziest restaurants when everything's good. I don't get to do anything now. But right. I'm saying Las Vegas on paper. Right. And still go to my kids' soccer games. That's it. And still go to my, you know what I mean? Like I love you, this town. It's, it's, you, you secretly feel selfish. Right. And that's what I tell people. Like, what's Vegas like? I go, it's, if you know what you want out of life, it is a great it's a real city spot. to be in. Mm-hmm. If you are waiting to live somewhere fascinating, or if you're the kind of person who's like a homebody and you think mm-hmm. maybe something, there's nothing here for you. No. The culture isn't here. There's no buzz. There's you no whatever. To, you have to get out. There is. It's just hard. Yeah. You have to get out and get go, go you have get to it. Get out and go get it. And you have to support what little stuff there is as yeah. best you can. And it's tough. But moving here from New York, uh, what Sarah and I always love and living here is that like that you we go to events and you kind of start after a while start to oh I know everybody here. Yeah. You know even if we go out to oh, like, this you is go a to small a, town. Yeah. So you go to a huge show, but you look around and you see. 20 people, you know, you right, know, like yep. that's the fun part. It's a small town, right. you baby. Get to, it's a, you get to flex like a big city, but you're secretly a small town. Yeah. Well, that, that is. And that's what makes it fun to live here. That is yeah. absolutely the only way that Johnny Katz and I got to become friends. Because we would just, just go to events. We saw each other all the time. We would Otherwise, see each other. Just, it was a blood oath. Otherwise, it was yes. just one of us must die. Right. Yeah, we had a whole Highlander thing going there on. There can be only really one. Difficult. Yeah. McLeod. But like, we never planned to see each other, and we ended up seeing each other four times a week. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, right, because we're going to the same events. Yeah. And we're seeing the same group of people all the time. Yeah. And this group of people just becomes friends. Uh, but, Paul, how much do you partake in that element of this town? Not as much as I used to. Right. There was a time when I did a bit of that. But for me, my focus has been uh, working. Yeah. You know, and then and I've been lucky enough that... At this point, I guess it's probably down to around 75% of my adult life has been a performance job. Yeah. But still, I'm proud of that percentage. No doubt. To make my no, living no. Oh, yeah, yeah. as a performer for uh, 
75 percent of my life great what we are experiencing right now is like it's i'm trying to like keep <clears throat> perspectives on it mm-hmm. with an s because there's it's a lot of ways to look at things mm-hmm. you know but you look at like um because you look at like towns that have like they go they all get into like fracking yeah. but then all of a sudden they fuck their own water source up mm-hmm. right and then everyone goes like well you got to stop fucking doing that and the town going like, but it's fucking saved our town, mm-hmm. right? And so you have all these arguments, you know, mm-hmm. political arguments of like, I got to get out of here, right? And so I bring this up not to take any side in the fracking thing, but to be like, okay, the world is fucked. The first thing that's going to go away is entertainment and indulgences, yeah. right? This city is that's nothing all but- we are. This, consi- this city is just consumer confidence in buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so, of course, it's going to suffer first and it will recover last, like yeah. it did in the financial crisis. Exactly. Uh, and so you go, am I, is this, this is, how much different is this than looking at a town that's been devastated by its own fracking? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what well, do you, and so when you say, maybe I should go somewhere cheaper and I can still do some of what I do. Mm-hmm. I can't do everything that I do. No. Nope. But I can do enough of it that it still scratches that itch. Yep. Right? And those are the things we have, you have to start weighing. Right. Yeah. And that's where we're, but that's where we're at in our lives too. Just age-wise and everything. And Ann and I have been diligent about saving. And we've actually got something of a nest egg at this point. 401k is in the shitter right now. But we've taken... Really? I know. Funny. But uh, but we've but we've got a little... Because of why? But we've got a little savings. And, and you know, it's a concern. How much of that are we going to have to drain? Yeah. Um, right. And then... And the goal was to always be like, maybe one day the housing market changes. Who knows what it looks like in a year? Yeah. Here. No, I mean... And how many people are having the exact same discussion that we're having of maybe it's time to leave town, maybe it's time to look for some somewhere else. Yeah. Who knows? No, right? I mean personal pride. Like, like but yeah. I still want I want to stay in Vegas. I haven't waited or anything in ten years, you know, since I've waited or bartended, right? Mm-hmm. But I filled out an application for Amazon Driver. Because I just didn't want to be unemployed during this time. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that unemployment thing, but I've never been on, I've never been on unemployment, and it's just like a personal pride, whatever. But yeah. if there's a time to do it, I think a world pandemic and being fired by three jobs at the same time might be a good time to try. It. I yeah. would say that's that's <laughs> like a, that's, a, that's a clue. That's a good clue. Uh, <laughs> but like you know, I still filled it out. Yeah, because because right. it just was like ah, gotta fill it out. I gotta fill it out. I'd rather work. I yeah. can picture working. I can. I think I can do the work. Right. You know, it's 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 a strange it's a strange thing, and then you get into like how much of it is. I guess uh, without you know to try to keep this conversation clean, it's like it's how much of what you're thinking about is about your personal definition of yourself and like what you want to do versus like just smart practical decisions, right? To keep going, right? You know, yeah. And I was thinking about it today. I think one great thing for just me that's going to come out of this is. I'm remembering, like, oh, right, I can just go day to day without spending any money. Yes. I think that's what's crazy to be I think like, a financial, like, it, I think this is going to cause a f- financial change in my life that's just going to be like, oh, right, I can get back to this. I don't need, like, I can go through, I can go a day without spending a hundred That's bucks. what's, that's And, what's like, hard. making that, like, a practice even, being like, oh, right. I should make every Thursday yeah. a day I don't spend a dollar. Yeah. What bums me out is that that was, well, I'm because this was a lesson I learned from, time with 50 shades was because when i was there i was making good good money yeah i was spending quite a bit too but right towards the end i started to get on a, a bit of a better savings plan but then it went away right and then here i am again 
it's been not quite 10 months with a regular steady paycheck. Right. Yeah. Decent money. Yeah. Consistency is the key. I'm not going right. crazy with the spending. Finally starting to see bank accounts stay full. Yeah. Savings stay full. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this bills is. Bills paid. Blah, bills blah, paid. Yeah. And, and getting to that place. And then again, and yeah, it's just legs out. So it's a well, little good news because Congress got together. To, uh, no, nothing. No, no, so nothing not, at so all. Yeah, no. I'll tell you who also does have perspectives weird. with an S, and that's the following sponsor. <laughs> oh, you want to summon new glasses? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I was. We make glasses. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm in an eyeglass store, but I feel like you don't work here. But I'm here for eyeglasses. I am asking if you want new glasses. Yes. I'm clearly I'm in this lens crafters looking at glasses. I just do you work here? This is a jar with three beans. Okay. Choose one. Like right now? No. Okay. I got one. You have selected the tomato bean. Okay. Eat, eat the bean. What? Eat the bean. I don't. I don't eat know. It. If... Swallow it. Honestly. Do not chew. <laughs> okay. Don't Swallow chew? the bean. Okay. Uh, this is against my better judgment. Let me. I'll give it a shot because I feel like it'll end this conversation faster. In nine hours. Yeah. The bean will grow in your belly. No, thank you. And it will become a plant. No. A tomato bean plant. A tomato bean plant? It'll grow tomato beans or tomatoes? Both. Well, that's what that's a tomato plant. From your mouth will come the that, plant. Yeah. It will grow out of your mouth. Yeah. And you will have a vine stretching out of your mouth like a big green tongue. No, thank you. That what Inner hate scoops to check out. <laughs> Man, I love our new sponsors. <laughs> I don't know if they know. I think they, they didn't know that we have a time limit on ads. <laughs> They're probably not. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, I like the it's cup, experimental. Though. Yeah. I just didn't it, know if it, it's better. I was curious if the tomato was going to help his eyesight or not. Um, that, I hadn't even gotten that far. <laughs> it was going to take a while. You don't say. I know. Um, maybe in our next recording, we'll read the second half of that ad. All right. We got physical scoop mail. We do. And that has a different definition in this day and age. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, it has been uh, out and about, so yep. it, is, it shouldn't have any COVID living on it, right? Nope. It's, this is old. It, it's it's old. It's been it's been uh, around for uh, for over a week. Who gave this to us? Physical scoop mail. Physical scoop mail. Zippity doo. We got mail in a box. I love it. Listen to us crinkling our Let shit. Uh, this is from one of the Wills. Hello, men of the churn. One of the Wills and I celebrate our two-year anniversary together on March 13th. Aww. Part of our day included my first experience at an American thrift store. We thought this would be an interesting way to spend a couple of hours after lunch. During our visit, one of the Wills quickly turned his full attention to finding random gifts to send to the three of you. Oh, hilarious. Out of true love, I helped. So this is like the hamburger helper of physical yeah. scoop mail. What'd I you kinda, get? Mine just says reunion 2019. <laughs> Great. <laughs> just that's it. Just sent t-shirts. Oh, it's a huge 19 on the back. Yeah. Oh, I like it even more. I love the huge 19 on uh, the back. Paul has a shirt that says sexiest hunter of the year. <laughs> it's an award. 
Since you lovingly enjoyed his previous t-shirts, including all three random thrifted t-shirts we hope you enjoy, we spent, he spent, merely an hour searching rack after rack to find the perfect shirts for each of you, and I got to watch him laugh at his own jokes. It was wonderful. The shirts are labeled, and we hope they fit. Below will be a description of each shirt that Jacob could read after opening, fucking you in the face uh, two years in a thrift store. That's a Brazilian scoop and one of the wills. Goddamn hilarious, and this will definitely be one of my favorite oh, nighttime mine's shirts. Mine's going to the rotation, and I just should be able to ask me, what is that, what is that t-shirt mean? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I uh, might wear that out. That's pretty crazy. So let's see, Paul's the, um, the purple look good. For some reason, there was a question. massive selection of sexualized hunting gear at this thrift store. <laughs> and Paul is one to always be on the hunt for balls, so it seemed most fitting. I definitely uh, Matt, am. this is Will's favorite. Uh, we are pretty sure that after seeing a dozen of these shirts of varying sizes on the racks, that some family just donated their entire family union t-shirts to the store. Matt, you are a family man. Enjoy. So funny. And uh, let's see, what do I have here? I have a red shirt. That is a hideous shirt. Uh, oh, it says, just did it. <laughs> just did it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, let's see, this shirt is very That is a good rope time shirt right yeah, there. It is. It is. And uh, they say, I hope, hope that it helps with my new uh, life coaching endeavor. Thank you oh, so much, one of the Wills and Brazilian Scoop. Oh, uh, oh speaking of rope time, I have to say, yesterday, <laughs> Ann and I did our paint night. Oh yeah, remotely. Oh right, you did fascinating. Remote night. It was great. I can't can't recommend it highly enough. We ordered these. She ordered the kit online, and it, they came in really small little frames. Mm-hmm. So it's much smaller than what the big guy was using. But, but yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was super super fun. And uh, we had a really nice, uh, you know, painting night out. Romantic little night in, but yes, at, night out. But night but out in. in. And then uh, we went to uh, Humptown. <laughs> <laughs> Answering questions no one's asking. Straight up, nope. straight up, sweat house again. I tell you this, this, but th- but here's the thing: we were both we were both in full of beans mode. We were both being very silly, which is great. Yeah, you know it can be really yeah. fun. Uh, but we, it got serious after a while. But you know, dead uh, fucking uh, real. It got real fucking serious. But we were laughing and giggling about this. And like like we're two fairly responsible adults. Hold up during this shit. Yeah, and I was like, "This, this is a baby boom." That's actually one of the uh, like, you know, um, the more like cold, cold look at facts kind of thing of like, if right. we're gonna create another baby boom and this hurt financial this. climate, what does that actually do for the yeah, earth yeah. and stuff? And, yeah, you know, well, it, I mean, like it or not, it's happening. Come December and January, there's gonna be chillings. <laughs> not in my house. No, not in this house either. I, I mean, we we played it very safe, but uh, you know, it's still like I said, two fairly responsible adults among the, this situation. We were just kind of laughing at. I was just thinking the other day about maybe uh, calling my doc and see if I could do the old vasectomy thing during all this during this downtime. Oh yeah. I, I, I just hesitate. I don't, I'm not even going to do a dental appointment at this point. <laughs> dental appointment is very different. This Because vasectomy is, you're looking at outpatient stuff. I'm just not even. I don't know. I don't want to even get anywhere close Probably to. I don't want to park in a parking lot. I don't no. want to go to a medical thing. I don't want to do anything. I hear you. I mean, we, we did grocery shopping yesterday, and it felt fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've done, it feels weird after the shops, yeah. Super fucking weird. Uh, everything went as smooth as it could. Sure. We went to Walmart. It did not go full Walmart. Yeah. Everybody was pretty chill. I do occasionally see uh, a news story, a local a local Vegas news story, somebody getting arrested for just doing something stupid. Just to uh, just 
Did you see the liquor? The liquor? The liquor today. Guy got arrested for, was it at a Walmart? Was it some store? It was a grocery chain. Okay. And uh, was just standing outside trying to lick people as they entered or exited the store. Oh, I would have. I mean, that, that, that'd be violent if that yeah, happened yeah. to me. Oh, oh, absolutely. I will say this. As we were leaving the Walmart. That's another thing. I'm surprised I'm not seeing more people just shooting people. As uh, we're, a lot of gunshots in my neighborhood. Ooh. Which is rare. Scary. We normally don't hear gunshots in my neighborhood. You're hearing them. I don't think it's... Like otherwise, I think we'd it's be reading about violence in my neighborhood. At, uh, you think people boxes shoot up, and stuff? Shoot guns off. Teens. I yeah, think yeah. It's, a bunch of kids are home from school, bored yeah. as shit. And I was thinking, like when I was a kid, I like to get. Uh, we used to do stuff. Mischief is what we called it. Thursday, yeah. Drive by Thursdays. I mean, we didn't we didn't miss it. And uh, there's something called the police blotter. Did, uh-huh. did you have a police blotter? Where they wipe your hands in ink and put it on the for the fingerprints? Mm-hmm. No, there's uh, that too. In the back of a newspaper, it's a blotter, it was right? The police blotter. <laughs> oh, okay. Where they would just basically write like miscellaneous unsolved Crim- criminal, criminal behavior, activity? criminal activity, oh, broken windows, etc. So we try to make the police blotter. You know, oh. so if you egg a house, it wouldn't make a police blotter. If you hit like three mailboxes with a baseball bat, that would make the police right. blotter. These are things that we discover through trial and error. Yeah. So, like, I was such a, a mischievous kid that anytime anything, Sarah gets anything in the neighborhood, I always go, like, board team is my first go-to. Right. Because that's so, your experience. So, last time we heard, like, board a huge, teen, loud pop. as bored as a teen. Yeah. Goes. That sounded like it was, like, right. Right. Right, in our, like, near our front yard. Yeah. And um, we got scared. Next door neighbor called us, saying, I sound like a gunshot. I went upstairs to the guest bedroom, second floor, with no lights on, look at or whatever. I where love you, that where you your have, turret is. You have people who can actually call and talk about what was that horrible sound you just yes. heard. Yeah, yeah. We get because we're a little more exposed. I'll sure, say. my location. Yeah. We are. We are. Uh, Chopper Dan and the and the the twenty four seven heli helicamps. What's Anne is taken to a really fun thing. She has the chopper tracker. <laughs> so every time a police chopper starts to come by our hood, she looks it up and she and it and it shows you exactly where that oh, helicopter's been. And sometimes it circles right around us, and sometimes it's going all over the place. But yeah, she she always watches where the tra- where the I heard uh, going. I am um, I heard what I thought was a gunshot yeah. uh, two nights ago and uh, got on the nosy neighbor board. And uh, five minutes later somebody put it put something on there and a couple of minutes this after is that my point. Oh, okay. Go ahead then. I believe the nosy neighbor board, the next door app, uh-huh. is the police blotter for these children. Yes. Ah, yes. And I believe that if they're getting, they're trying to get on nosy neighbor board. Neighborhood people on an app, they've accomplished. That's their a mission. win for the teenager. Right. Now this one was much more innocent because this somebody put on there. Just heard what I thought was a gunshot. Does anybody I was know what's going to on? Trying to sit on balloons. Somebody responded within like two minutes and said, uh, "I found some old fireworks." At, at the house and uh, lit an M80 thinking that it was not going to be good. Ah. And it, and it went off. What? That's what I would post if I had just killed my wife. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's, Which was my response. That's a, that's a bullshit. <laughs> I would just go, I lit an old firework. Shot my wife in the garage and then went on the nosy neighbor board and said, well, no, if you have, like, don't panic. If you found a box of fireworks, you might light one to, to give you kind of a litmus test on you whether might, they, they still work. You might... If you're crazy as fuck. No, if you're pro-science. Yeah, yeah. Just want to take a... (laughs) I'm joking. Oh, look at this box of sweaty dynamite I found. (laughs) We got an email here from Death the Scoopsy. What the 
fuck? Speaking of stupid things. Who are these people keeping old ass fireworks, by the by? <laughs> right. Oops, a whole cachet. <laughs> Greetings to you, Matt, Paul, I'm, I'm, and Jacob, the fancy guy. I did very similar things with LSD on my bachelor party. You lit it on fire? No, someone found kept a bunch old of old shit. LSD and we're like, this can't be. Oh, yeah. This can't still yeah, work. Yeah. We popped it right away. So I started my bachelor party with an acid trip. Yeah. Uh, back in episode 667, <laughs> drive through lap dance. Jacob took time uh, time out from bragging about his bidet to tell us about uh, taking down a big old tree with a chainsaw that he no doubt borrowed from Chad. I own my own chainsaw. Thank you. This reminded me of a story from my youth Chad that I haven't thought about in nearly chainsaw. 20 years. What's that? Chad doesn't lend his chainsaw. No, no. Chad would come over and cut the tree down. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was the year 2000. I was a high school graduate for all of three weeks, and on my day off from work, my mother, brother, and I were taking advantage of a hot summer day to trim the trees around the house. Freshly kicked off the family's health insurance plan because I was now an adult in the eyes of the law, it was decided that I should not be handling the chainsaw on the off chance that an arm or leg be chopped off accidentally, which, re- which would result in utter financial ruin. His limbs are worth millions. It's true. They are. Uh, That left the song in the hands of my little brother, who was all of 16 and willing to do anything that involves danger and stupidity. Hence, he was shimmying up into the trees to trim the limbs right at the source. Good Lord. This was probably the best idea he had, because one of the limbs he cut managed to take out an electrical transmission line on its way down. He wasn't electrocuted, but every every farm and house within a roughly three square mile area was darkened by his carelessness. Thank goodness we didn't wait another month to do this, because by then the local turkey farm would be cleaning out its barns and spreading fresh turkey manure onto the recently harvested wheat fields. If you've never smelled fresh turkey dung in your life, I'd like to assure you that you do not want to smell fresh turkey dung. I'll take your word for it. Fucking you in the N95 uh, mask that you insist on wearing over your face. That's Death the Scoopsie. Death the Scoopsie. Thank you, pal. That's a good one. Fresh turkey dung. Fresh turkey dung. No thanks. I can't imagine why I don't know how much worse that could be than just regular old manure smell, but I guess it could be. Some, did some you grow up where? Did you like? I grew up in the country. Yeah. yeah. And you just you hit that smell. You'd hit like a, a cow pasture or there's, something. Yeah, there's spots, and it just smells like cow shit. There yeah. were kind of like farms, but they all were still like uh, vanity farms. Really, yeah, yeah. there weren't like functional, amazing farms. They're like no, the cute, farm like cute, with Prince cute, cute farms. The farm like the ones walking Prince distance. hired. Yeah, yeah, right. like like Springsteen had a farm in Cult. You know, Vanity like, Farm. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, that was his that was his backup singer slash wife. Vanity for a while. Farm. Vanity Farm. Mm-hmm. Um, Vanity Farm. Yeah, there was a farm walking I'll distance from my house growing bars. up. Sugar walls. And yeah, you'd you'd walk down the there and, and be stuff. like, oh, that smells like girl. that smells like cow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Also, as a country boy, uh huh, I still uh, I say I still I it took me to like three or four years ago to get to where I'm like, oh, okay, that's weed, not a skunk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I would still, like, driving out, like, somebody hit a skunk. And I'm like, right. wait, there are no skunks here. No. I'm on Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm in the parking lot of Bally. Did I mention... I, someone hit a skunk. Uh, just, to, just to put this <laughs> out the there. Way. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your understanding, Scoops, and those of you who have donated to our comedy album. We are, of course, running a little behind on that project, but it's getting there. Yeah. yeah. Again, one of the unfortunate things, we literally wrote an email when, when I got laid off of one of the jobs. It was like, all right, time to buckle on the comedy Here album. Here we go. And yeah. it's like, uh, And no. then this all happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but 
I was driving to Spadoni's to work on the album. Yeah. And I'm driving down Boulder Highway. Hit a skunk. I'm driving down Boulder Highway. Yeah. And I might I might as well have hit all the skunks. <laughs> I swear to you, I mean, and it's Boulder Highway. It's not yeah, yeah. packed. This it's, is out there. It's busy, but it's not. But I mean, the entirety of Boulder Highway yeah. was just whoosh yeah. everywhere. And the smell was just permeating. I was like, what in the fuck? Yeah. We might have to figure out a way to either, if this could, if this, if this might be the long haul, we might have to figure out a way to do the comedy album remotely and do it that way. Yeah, there's a whole whole other thing there. That's a, I would, I would be for that. I was just thinking. I, that I really, have a thought on it. We'll, we'll get into it later because it, it's not. Fun I have a thought on it not, too. I just came up with it now. That's why I said yeah. it out loud. No, I just realized like, oh, because I, I actually was like, oh, actually, we're all using these weird meeting technologies now. Right. That. I kept being like, how do we include people to it? But now we can include right. people in these meetings. That's what we'll just have to do. I think so. Might as well. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I have I, I have a, a real like a, a real set of thoughts on that. But yeah, we can talk about that. I have a fake set of thoughts Off on air. that. Fake set of thoughts. They look like glass, but it's actually aluminum. It's true. Oh, uh, we got one here from Serial Killer Scoop. So I've been listening to your show for a while now, and I have a story that I feel like you guys might like. In my early 20s, I worked at a murder mystery party company yes. in San Francisco. I love it already. Yes. I very quickly started being cast as the killer every show. I know, ah. how that, I know how that goes. The part involved being a waiter who started out normal but gradually became more and more suspicious. I did this through a series of bits that would start out small and they would escalate. Some of my favorites included asking large men to help me tie my shoe, walking around with a bowl of orange juice and offering it to people to wash their hands, all the way to shaving bits off my face and head until I came out with half a head of hair and half a beard. Whoa, that's wow. commitment. Uh, one time we were hired to Every work dinner. I guess so. Uh, one time we were hired. Maybe you had like a, a buzz cut anyway or something. I don't know. Sorry. So you could grow back quickly. Uh, that's tough. I'm just thinking about uh, I believe we're just hearing from an artiste. A wig? Maybe, maybe a wig. It's hard to shave a wig. Yeah, it's real tough. Uh, one time we were hired to work the dinner at, at the uh, pharmacist convention. They didn't give two shits about the show and actively heckled during audience participation moments. Been they there. also didn't care about the waiter. No matter what I did, nobody would even make eye contact with me. <laughs> Eventually, the show started going so bad, we decided to cut it early. Problem was, nobody suspected me yet. My boss sticks his finger in my face, he was pissed, and says, make them notice you. Girl, that's all I needed to hear. I go to the autopilot, go to the bar, and ask for a big bowl some rolls. Ask for a big bowl full of drink garnishes. Do you need fresh water? Side note, I always made friends with the bartender at these gigs. I have multiple stories of secretly enlisting them to help screw with the people. I took the bowl of garnishes around to each table and asked, would you like some fruit? And no matter what they said, I took a giant handful of garnishes and put it beside their plate right on the tablecloth. Eventually, one guy got pissy with me and said I was violating health codes or something like that. I looked at him, looked at my bowl of garnishes, and then promptly dumped the bowl over his prime Whoa. rib. He cursed me and took out his knife. And, and he cursed me. He cursed me out. I took his knife and spoon, put the now empty bowl on my head, and high-kneed march out of the room, banging the bowl with the knife and spoon. My mother is obviously very proud. I eventually quit this job and became a street performer, which I may tell you about in another letter. Effing you in the face, that's serial killer scoop. This is a fine email. That's, yes. a, that's a hell of a tale. And uh, as a improv performer in Las Vegas, yeah. 
I have been there where the company does not give a shit about your show. Yeah. Right. That's actually like, in terms of uh, my uh, foray into magic, the idea of doing magic as a backup, uh, corporate magic, you know, yeah. was, was kind of oh, actually yeah, what yeah. I ended up creating a character that would not be likable in a corporate environment whatsoever. So my actual idea of why why I did it and the risk I was taking turned out to be a fa- false uh, false step. Uh, and then now realizing, thankfully, so. Because anyone who brags about making a ton of money for corporate stuff just brags about the money they make. Right. There's not like, I was doing this amazing show. Let me yeah. tell you how I was artistically fulfilled by this. Exactly. And, it's not. Yeah. And uh, tech managing for Piffy, uh, one of them I did a couple of corporates with him. And he just goes, just corporates are the worst. And he says, y- your whole job is to be ignorable. In other words... I need to have entertainment at this event. Right. That entertainment cannot be the story of this event. Right. So I have this entertainment. Like, if you, I put this block there, the person who's supposed to be in that block has showed up. They will do blank and take a blank amount of time. That is cool with everyone in the room, that that is the bar alone. If you are a story above that, it doesn't even matter. I remember in the middle of a corporate that was just going fine for Piff, that half uh-huh. people and half people weren't. The person who was in charge of it came back to the tech booth while I was running his tech to be like, hey, guys, this has gone really well. I'm going to duck out of here. I really want to thank you guys for, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, OK, I, th- OK, great. Thank you. <laughs> so like after the show, I was like, they were happy enough with it. That they left already. Yeah. So you got that going on. Great. And he's like, and he just says, it's, it's, it's literally like as long as no one complains, that's, that's all the bar. That you're doing. Yep. Right. And so uh, it just is like. You know, so this person here doing these events. Oh, yeah. A hero. We don't do a whole lot of, um, like, huge buyouts over at Absinthe. Yeah. But every now and then we do. And every so often, one of those buyouts will be a corporate buyout. Oh, yeah. Or something that's part of another event. And those are always the funniest shows to me. I... Because because it's exactly what you're talking about. They don't give a fuck. It's just... They they have tickets to this show as part of their thing. It's not a show they wanted to go see. Yeah, they might have even been walked there by a host to right. be like, here, this is your activity. Right. Go well, the that, last the last that one that room. comes to mind was when we had the big uh, Bon Jovi event. We had a big John Bon Jovi event yeah. in the in the absinthe tent earlier in the day. Then we turned it over, and then all these people who had just hung out with John Bon Jovi for a couple of hours and yeah. watched him do his thing came back inside to watch absinthe that night. And it was 500, 600 people who did not care at all yeah. about watching a circus. But they were like, we came to Vegas to watch Bon Jovi, and now there's also this other show that we're being told that we can watch too. Yeah, I'd say one of the weirdest things that happens in Vegas and one of the worst things that can happen in Vegas is you're, it's not a buyout, but the company just happened to buy a majority of the tickets. Yeah. 50, 50, 50, that 50, was 50, the last 80%. I remember. We had one of those. And oh, what's yeah. horrible about that is that the audience... Then treats it like it's a buyout, right? So they shout inside jokes. Yes, they the CEO expects to be taken care of. Yep, Yep. they go like they come up to staff and be like, "You guys are doing a great job." Can you select? Oh, and you're like, "Bill, thank you." Can you bring Bill up on stage? Right, and then and then the people who spent money on the ticket who aren't in that company go like, "Why the fuck am I here?" Yeah, Yeah. 
This is a waste of my money. That was something at our last Scoop Fest when we did uh, Tournament of Kings. Yes. Because we did not buy out all of Tournament of Kings, we but we bought people. about 80% uh-huh. of the tickets sold that night for yeah. Tournament of Kings. Uh, I, I think we I think we were at like 60 or 70% of their total capacity. Yeah. yeah. And I called ahead being fearful that that would happen. Yeah. I called ahead and said, like, here's what's happening. Because uh, like, I was like, I know that they haven't, like, Odds are nobody in ticketing has talked to the show and yeah. been like, hey, one group just bought, you know, 80% of the tickets. Yeah. Uh, so I called the show and, and Paul talked to uh, our friend who was in the show. Yeah. And I was like, this is either going to be the best show of your year or the worst show of your year, just in terms of how you like it. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a huge group. They're going to be shouting all kinds of just insane things, most likely. We're seated across the <laughs> arena from each other. And um, so please just go with it and be okay with it. And if there's something that we need to deal with, just let me know. But I was, I was so fearful of, of us turning out, into that. It turned out okay. Now, our thing turned out great. Yeah, the other people that were there that, that were just normal people that had bought tickets. Well, the three of us were sitting next to that couple that, was, that they had already bought tickets right. in our section yeah, yeah, yeah. before we bought it. There were two people. And so, like, I made sure that the three of us sat next to those two people. Yeah. Because I was like, we, 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 can, them. we can be we a did. buffer for yeah. these two. And Yeah, and, and again, scoops are the best, so it worked out fine. Yes. That's the thing. Like, we're not but I was, even in, even I was in our craziest of that. behavior. Because we know how to bit, we honestly. Because yeah. right. when the sections that weren't us started talking shit back to us, we didn't, like, try to win. No, that right. would have been the worst. Yeah. If we had been like, what? You know, Fuck like, you, France. No. Shut up, France. <laughs> yeah. No, we were. It was that would have been, and it was that was a fun. night. Then we would have been the night. That was a yeah. very silly night. It was. Remember K N I G H T. We were going to be in there. People, we could be in places. Okay, so oh, uh, I know. Oh. Remember how we thought that we we did that because we thought that show was closing. It's true. Yeah, and you ate. and since it has closed, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not not because they wanted to. Jacob's just collecting in every bet he had about they're a show closed. Closed, closed though, are they? I no, doubt no, it. No, they're supposed I to come hope back. Not. What else can go? Huh? Right. What else can go in there? No, they had a plan to put something else yes. in there that was going to cost them like $60 million. Uh, that was the rumor. L- Lumberjack Olympics? Lumberjack Olympics. The $60 million Lumberjack Olympics. <laughs> you didn't know the cash that said Lumberjack Olympics, did you? Because that would that would be the only other thing I could see fitting in that arena safely. No, uh, they were going to tear out. They were going to gut it. Yeah, they are going to gut oh. it and put in like a big motocross thing. No, right. No, 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 no. Damn. It won't be big enough. Well, obviously it didn't happen. Good. It was Keep, the like a year and a half ago. Keep, Keep the horses. Keep the horses. Keep the horses here. Keep, Keep the, the horses, horses here. here. It's time for Jock versus Nerd. Paul and I in our two-person protest outside the Excalibur. Ladies and gentlemen. the horses. Horses. Time for Jock versus Nerd. Explosion. Explosion. I was on on uh, the YouTube's the other night. Yeah, and I depressed myself accidentally. I found <laughs> that's the algorithm. I, fa- <laughs> I think so. I found an old video documentary. Yeah, about the building of the Luxor. Huh. Oh, and it was really interesting. Yeah, but at the same time, I was sad because that'll never happen again. Yeah. 
maybe late in our lifetime if things really not, flip not around. Not in the next six months or so. No. But then I was also sad because I was like, look at these yahoos building this. Yeah. These are just people. And again, it's, again, it's, right. it's the, the older you get, the more, the wider your eyes grow. Yeah. You're like, nobody knows fucking anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. Everybody's just, just such a, a colossal risk on it's everyone's all, part. Yeah. It's all just a fucking game. And I was like, here's well, another level for you uh, is you're saying that that will never happen again. Part of you saying that is just we are jaded and don't pay any attention because Resorts World that they're in the middle of building right now is ginormous. Yeah. Oh, I know. If it happens. But I mean, they're, they're still building it. It's still, they're it's still, still building Fountain Blue. No, no, the Fountain Blue went away. <laughs> a different company bought that building. Uh, there's no longer going to be a panda sanctuary in it. That was in the original design. Yeah. In, in Resorts World? Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there they they have scaled sanctuary. back on what it was going to be. But like, there's going to be seven buildings. Now there's five. Yeah. One of my favorite At memories, one point, it was just going to be what city center is, one of my but just one hotel. favorite memories of going to China was yeah. going to the, the panda sanctuary outside Chengdu. It was amazing. They had all kind of panda. That little red panda or the lesser panda, as they're known. Oh, wow. Have you seen those little ringtails? The red ring-tailed, pandas are, ador- are adorable. Little, little ringtailed le- lesser no, pandas. they're cute. They kind of look like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, th- th- buff raccoons. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a big problem with the red pandas. That, that's a uh, a very popular high-end pet. And th- there's a big problem with oh, uh, smuggling. Oh, I bet. Smuggling of that the red pandas. That makes sense. Because, yeah, oh, they're, not, they're not huge like pandas. No, they're like dog size. Yeah, they're, they're a, a medium a to large tail. size dog. I'll get one. Yeah. Matt already has one. Good call. Then Amazon? I think so. I Oh, because of the coronavirus, take me a month to get my lesser panda. <laughs> lesser panda supposed to come in yesterday. Fucking hoarders are ruining my my red panda. Can't you panda. just buy one lesser panda? Oh, I did find toilet paper on our on our run let yesterday. You did. It's because the supply chain exists. There's no shortage. No, right. there's not. It's it, just about getting trucks. It was uh, off brand. It's Walmart toilet paper. <laughs> Does Walmart have a like a Kirkland for Costco? Does Walmart have? They a... got all kind of stuff. But, it, uh, but great, most of it is great, great value. Great value. Yeah. Great value. Yeah. Great value. Parents' choice. Uh huh. Sam's choice. Mm-hmm. Different kind of choice. Dog food. Yeah. Old Roy. Old oh Roy. yeah. That's Walton's old dog. Yeah. When we were at That's Kings cute. Island. When we were at Kings Island. Doing our first. Uh, Are people hoarding dog food? Yes. Oh, that's annoying. No, yeah, yeah. not too bad. Well, not know. as badly as other things, but yeah. they, but they definitely. We found are. dog food too. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we were at Kings Island doing our first trek tour, yeah, we had all these different things talk because we all lived on the same fake ship. Mm-hmm. So we had stories and games, and we had come up with a, a dog on the ship, and his name was Old Roy. Oh, named after that dog food. Oh, funny. Yeah. That's so occasionally we talk about how Old Roy took a dump in the holodeck and stuff like that. That's like, cute. We had to clean up after Old Roy. We've got a scooper today coming to us from ML Kennedy. Apparently, uh, Who Scoops is on hiatus, so ML Kennedy has time to write a scooper <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, he wrote this for episode 666. <laughs> we didn't get to it. He said we could still do it. So, great. Hey, we're doing it. By the way, shout out to Who Scoops. Shout out, Chris. Yeah. Thank you always for the incredible content that you create yes. and, 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 and all that. Incredible? Buddy, and, and but also two of the guests that he's had on there have been truly spectacular. He's working hard. <laughs> he's working hard in the lab doing these tests. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. And that hats oh, off yeah. to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Working hats off. Any of our any of our Thank essential goodness. workers. Yes, 
giant quotes, whatever that is. You know, but well, it, like medical, it is like all essential. Frontline front medical people right now, frontline fucking like, stalkers. Shit. If and you're stalking shit, having, yeah. that means a fucking ton. Yeah. Him having to take a break from who scoops to commit to this job at the lab was just a win-win for me, <laughs> and I appreciate <laughs> all the work Dick. he is doing. The categories are Satan Dick. songs, six six six, Satan on TV, and Satanic Potpourri. Paul, you're up first. What do you want? I'll yes, take I'm, six, I six, to, six. I'm, I'm watching Killing Eve season two, and I'm watching Better Call Saul as well, rotating. That's what I need oh, to get yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch Better Call Saul. I, I need to watch. I the have latest, only watched the like the season. first two episodes. Oh, it's really good. I bet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul six 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 doesn't actually refer to Satan, but instead one of two beasts from this book of the Bible. Six 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 doesn't actually refer to Satan, but instead one of two beasts from this book of the Bible. Marshawn Lynch. That's it. Oh, from the but the question is beast the book of the Bible. Is it is it question? I think Revelation. Uh, Revelation, I believe, is the answer. Yeah, it is Revelation. Well done, Revelation. Matt, your turn. Uh, I'll take Satanic Puppery. For 400. In the storyline, Spider-Man, one more day. Spider-Man gives this to uh, Mephis- Mephisto? Mephisto. Mephisto. Great. That's uh, the, the uh, He-Man character, right? No, Mephisto is Marvel's devil. Ah, in order to keep his elderly aunt alive. So what did he give to Mephisto? I never saw this. Uh, but it's the it's the first it's the first question, right? So yeah. I'll risk it. I'll say his soul. Let's try soul. His marriage. It's really dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. I'm not commenting on that. That's what M. L. Kennedy wrote. It is yeah. one of the worst storylines in all of Spider-Man history. It de- defined. It broke up. It stopped me buying the book. Mm-hmm. It's oh. terrible. It was a really dumb move. It's basically Peter Parker makes a deal with Satan to keep. His aunt alive. Mm, that's weird. It's fucking. It makes no sense for the character. Huh. It it yeah. One more day is notorious. I'll try Satan on TV for four hundred. Satan had a serious relationship say. with this dictator on Brand South Park. Uh, that'd be Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Yeah, a serious ah, relationship on, with Saddam on. Hussein. That's oh, right. I, love I can that. change. I can change. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about the South Park movie, which is that when they first submitted it, they were told. This is X-rated. This is, cannot go out right. as is. And anything that they were told to take out, they put in twice. Is that right? Yes. And then so they right. got it back again. And were, so and went in through? that scene where uh, 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 Satan and Saddam Hussein, Saddam, yeah. Saddam Hussein is, whips out his dick. Yeah. And he goes, oh, oh it's yeah. just a dildo. And he shakes it and he throws it. And then he whips out his dick and then shakes it. He does it twice. Right. He just whips out his dick and turns into a dildo two times in that scene. That's one of my favorite things. It's like it's fun to watch that movie a second time, just knowing, just knowing nice. that they put in. Stuff so, like, there's a guy that comes in at the end, and he makes reference to being a survived abortion twice <laughs> in the movie. I have never. That's awesome. We saw I, that was one of the movies we saw during my King's Island thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out while we were all working that summer. Bigger, longer, a done cut. We all <sighs> went to the theater one night. There was a, a, a movie plex not far from the park. And yeah. We all went. I have never laughed harder in my life oh, than yeah. Uncle oh, Fucker. We Uncle crying. Fucker had me in tears for a, like five minutes. And what's crazy now is that it would be less surprising to watch it now because you had no idea they'd go on to write the Book of Mormon musical. Oh, yeah. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, like, yeah, yeah. What you, what you watch America. Is, yeah, you thought it was going to be like this controversial uh, movie, of course. You didn't think it was going to be this perfect musical. Right. Like, right. It was like this, you're like, wait, this was like a, just a really good film. 
Remember uh, Robin Williams singing "Blame Canada" at Blame the Oscars? Canada at the Oscars, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was a whole thing. And he like wouldn't tell people what he was going to do. He had a, the, the network was genuinely nervous about what he was going to do because it was yeah. live. And yeah, amazing. And they went to the Oscars uh, dressed in dresses, head to toe, while tripping yeah. on LSD. Oh yeah, that's right. And they have accidentally poisoned a generation that doesn't understand irony. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, your turn. Uh, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go with six 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 for eight hundred. Early biblical translations don't have six 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 as the number of the beast, but rather this number. It also refers to the primary co- uh, continuity uh, of Marvel Comics. Three one three. What does that have to do with Marvel Comics? Six one six. Oh shit! What does that have to do with Marvel Comics? Uh, it's the. It's the the Earth that they live on. Oh, okay. Of, I think. Great. The universe that they inhabit. Great. Ah, uh, I thought it was the 313. No, you're wrong. Matt? I've been watching uh, YouTube with my kiddos, trying not to get depressed as well, but the YouTube algorithm, you know, so we start off, we're watching Nat Geo clips about volcanoes. Good. Cool. And now we're just, we're now we're just watching a bunch of white supremacist stuff. We're just totally, just <laughs> it kept, goes so it all goes. Click, click next, click next. where it always goes. I, I have to be so, so careful. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I haven't gotten any of that shit on my uh, TV, but I used to get that shit on my phone occasially. My dad's like, uh, right now, all my kids want to do, we just want to go to Home Depot and buy tiki torches. I don't know. Why. <laughs> white polos. <laughs> uh, I'll take Satan songs for 400. Johnny Cash, Marty Stewart, and Travis Tritt all appear on the 1993 sequel to this 1979 song sung by Charlie Daniels' band. Uh, the Devil Went Down to Georgia. This is the sequel. Oh, the sequel. The name of the sequel or the name of the yeah, song? Yeah, sequel. Up here, this. The sequel. No, I think I think you want the song. No, you I think, want I think the Matt s- was right. Well, it's either The Devil Went Down to Georgia it's or the... this 1979 song. The, that, the sequel. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's Devil, Went Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, Devil yeah. Went, Down yeah. Went Down to Georgia is that. Isn't it The Devil Came Back to Georgia? I think, yeah. I think the sequel is that he came back to Georgia. Yeah. Devil it's went down to Georgia good. again. No. And Charlie Daniels talking about whew, one one hit wonder living on his thing. Creepo. He's a weirdo. Creepo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I once bought an entire Charlie Daniels album just to think you'd like, like it. What else is on here? No, and really, just out of curiosity. I did the same thing. Bought a CD. They'd be like, there has to be something else besides that one and song no. that he did. Maybe I like country music. And I was like, this is, album's a piece of shit. That's terrible. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Get I'll that go... new, get that new Orville Peck, y'all. You've been listening to Orville have, Peck. It's pretty good, yeah. I do like it. There's, it's there's something about, there's something about it that feels self aware to me that I don't enjoy. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, it's he's he's definitely a performance artist first, for sure, for sure. I mean, he had like a spread in Playboy or something, right? Have you seen that Playgirl? One of those. Well, I guess it could have been Playboy. I'm going off of people posting things on Instagram stories. Oh, okay. I didn't know that, but it's like he's a, yeah, it's just this whole like. Layout, but it's him wearing the mask and the yeah, cowboy hat, but like shirtless in the pool and stuff. Oh, funny. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm going Satan on TV for 800, and it's a daily double. <laughs> Lucy, the daughter of the devil, aired on this network from 2005 to 2007. What? I don't have you ever heard this of this at all. Yes. You have? Of course I have. What network was it on? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, was it the Cartoon Network? What other network would I be watching? The that's, Cartoon Network. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It was the Cartoon Network. Yeah. That's how I knew Paul it. Paul having heard of it was I, my biggest clue. I, I only watched like the first episode or two. Uh, whose turn was it? Paul, your turn. Satan Songs. 
for 800. This quote-unquote satanic song was the second single released off of Van Halen's uh, Eponymous 1978 Hippopotamus album. Hippopotamus 1978 album. Uh, We don't know whether Van Halen still lives their lives like there's no tomorrow. I don't know this one. I'll have to pass. What's the name of that song? 78. Is it mine? A little before it is. my time. Running with the Devil. There you oh, go. Yeah. Absolutely. That came out in 78? I would have gotten there eventually. I was going through the lyrics in my head. Really? That came out in 78? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Van Halen really defined a lot of like the sound that was going to become oh, yeah. the 80s. I'm good. Right? Yeah. They de- uh, it feels like an 80s song. Yeah. yeah. I know. Van Halen was, was like hugely influential. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt, your turn. It's strange because you see Eddie Van Halen Not pop Van up on Hagar. stuff. And you're like, uh, whoa, shots fired. Yeah. I mean, come on. Beef. I, no, no beef. <laughs> Just no Hagar, thank you very much. Um, Cabo Wabo. Yeah. <laughs> so you see Van Halen pop up on things? You see Eddie Van Halen pop up on things, and it looks so strange because it's like he doesn't, he was such a badass. Right. But it doesn't look like it. It just looks like a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you see him shred on stuff, and you're not like, but when you used to see Eddie Van Halen, you're like, oh my God, it's fucking Eddie Van Halen shredding right. on something. I want, I love it. Yeah. Um, Matt, you're up. I will take uh, Satanic Potpourri for 800. We're all treading lightly on these categories. We are. After this team's 2007 season, they dropped the devil from their name. Uh, devil Rays, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yeah, that's it, the Devil Rays. Tampa Bay Rays. I was like, this is now called the Jersey Hockey Team. <laughs> right? Uh, let's see. I'll try Potpourri for 1200 There's the other Daily Double. Found both of them. Uh, this sports team was founded as the Kansas City Scouts in Kansas City, Missouri in 1974. Ah. Uh, hmm. I mean, it's got to be a devil something. Uh, is it the Devils? Is it the Jersey Devils? Kansas City Devils? I don't know. Jersey Devils. Jersey yeah. Devils. Yeah, look at that. Paul, you're up. I will take Satan on TV. For 1200 This Fox show, which was later moved to Netflix, is about the devil opening an L.A. nightclub <laughs> and helping out the LAPD. <laughs> I've watched two episodes of this show. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, Lucifer. That's it. It's terrible. It's awful. It sounds well. That could be a Netflix and chill. That it's is so a bad. Good one idea I don't even know if it's good enough to be a Netflix and chill. It's that. Um, it might be too bad. Unwatchable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you're up. Although it's it's as watchable as Arrow. Yeah, I'd say it's right on par with Arrow. I think so. Ugh. I think so. It sounds like Arrow. Yeah. yeah. Matt, Ugh. I'll take Satan songs for twelve hundred. <laughs> we watched a couple of episodes of that. It was just, we were just watching it, going like, "Who made this? I know. Who said this was a good idea?" This Australian band warned us, devil inside, the devil inside, every single one of us, there's the devil inside. Oh, I'm so excited about this answer. I could wrap a belt around my neck and masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who is in excess? Obviously, David Carradine. (laughs) Michael Hutchins. (laughs) In excess is correct. (laughs) I'm going satanic songs for 2000. This band, known for singing about cars, phones, and the length of jackets, included uh, the song Satan Is My Motor on their album Prolonging the Magic. One of my favorites. Really? Yep. 
This band known for singing about cars, phones, and the length of jackets included the song Satan is My Motor on their album Prolonging the Magic. Uh, there's not a single part of that clue that gives me any any kind of like tingling. Uh, Paul, pass it to you. Cake. Cake. I've oh, got wheels. It is. A polished steel. I was never a huge cake fan. I've got tires. Never hated them or anything. I'm more of a pie guy myself. Yeah, exactly. I've got Turnover. seats that helpfully hold my friends. Uh, I will take 666-1200. Or will you? And the answer is... If you add up all the numbers on one of those casino items whose name is French for Little Wheel, the number is 666. Uh, it'd be a roulette wheel. Uh, I believe it's just roulette. A roulette uh, wheel. Not since they added the triple zero. It's true. <laughs> Not anymore. The true roulette wheel. Uh, Matt, your turn. Uh, I will take uh, Satan Potpourri. For tw- 2,000. This Marvel Comics character is also known as Son of Satan and Hellstorm. I don't know. Pass. <laughs> uh, I agree with Matt. I have no idea. Uh, hold on. Let me think. Uh, uh was this somebody from the movies, Paul? The Marvel movies? Uh, I this is a this is a hole in my Marvel knowledge. I I I just they just did a reprint of a Son of Satan uh, book. Okay, that uh, doesn't matter. I'm passing. I pass. All right, let's see. Damien Hellstorm. There you go. Hellstrom. Sorry. Uh, it's my turn. Let's see. I will close out. Oh, I'll close out Satan on TV for 2000. Satan on TV. This CW show was all about the adventures of Sam and Sock, who worked for the devil, recapturing souls that escaped from hell. Uh, that would obviously be Penn and Teller Fool Us. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy uh, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um... The CW show... I have no idea. Paul? Is that Greg the Bunny? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Pass. Matt? Uh, as a person. Pass. Nah, pass. <laughs> Reaper. Oh, Reaper. Reaper. Never heard of it. Sorry, CW. Paul, closing out the category and the game, 666 for 2000. 666 is the sum of squares of first seven of these types of numbers. Prime. Oh, there you go. I like it. Prime numbers. Paul got that one right, and he wins. I feel like a well-deserved win from Paul Mattingly. Guys, Paul one. Mattingly, everybody. Well done, Paul. 6,000 points Satan from Paul. Is my motor. 2,800 points for Matt, 2,400 for me. Thank you, Mel Kennedy. Take Thank some more time you. off Mel of uh, Who Scoops. Thank you very much. This is what happens when we get him off that podcast. You write some good scooperings. Yeah. <laughs> doing that more often. Um, I want to thank Penzo for getting this podcast. Thanks, Ben. I also want to thank uh, Amos Giva, the uh, uh, Satan is uh, his motor. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize we were there. <laughs> we are there. Paul literally just looked at Matt with just a curious look. This is, it was like, line. <laughs> Paul was like, what you doing there, buddy? Oh. Garrett Jeffrey, Je- Garrett Godfrey, Garrett. There you go. Which, uh, yeah, he's Godfrey. He's got the devil. Uh, straight from hell. Here's Chris Stewart, Graham Evil Whitaker. 
sucking Satan's pecker, Monadnock scoop. Take it, Evie podcast, which played backwards is Toskafapta Evdur, right? Craig Little, whose name backwards is Satan. Scoopamania, coming to you from hell. Ice Cream Sunday School, who's Satan's dog? Hayden Belby, the Belbies of hell, Belbizebub. Strap a chicken on Scoop, who likes chicken because he's a bat out of hell. Scooper Nintendo Chalmers, the Aurora Borealis, is located in his devil's kitchen. Scoop Jessica, who accidentally got the tramp stamp, 999. <laughs> Heather Divine Hansen is pretty fly for a white guy. Uh, Petty Officer Scoop, who's been a Satanist before it was cool. Yarny Scoop, who is knitting souls as we speak. Uh, Edward Andrick, who knows the difference between the Satanist Temple and the Church of Satan. The Lapis Lagomorph, who's going to take you down to that boiling pit. Uh, Scoop Emer. Scoop Emily, who's uh, Hades, brother of the Sea King. Grill Sergeant Scoops, who can hear them trains are coming from the devil's own engine. Yeah. Eric Nielsen, who tried to get to hell but only made it to Davy Jones' locker. Jacob Harrington, who is on level three of hell so far. Inconceivable, who's tempted to eat all the ice cream he's shoved in his freezer at the moment. James Albatron, uh, he is scanning for demons. Finn Stephenson is a demon to be scanned. James Litvak, he is a very lightweight Roomba. Fran Diebel, or should I say Fran Devil. That cool new scoop is not so cool now that they're in hell. Yeah. Hoya Loya scoop. Oh, if you're a lawyer, you're definitely in hell. <laughs> One fell scoop. He fell to hell. Woo! Galen L. Diggs, or Galen L. Deviled Eggs. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Scooper Conductor, who has hit that third rail and has lit up like a deviled Christmas tree. Devil Rah! Christmas tree. It's, it's, it's upside down. Conducting that electricity. Jacob. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Great. I want to thank uh, the following who are all of the devil. Beep and Beeps and Blips. Alan Bennett. Andrew January. Holly Marshmallow. Riley. Bate Antel. Pseudo Scoop. Barry A. Spaith. Ben Sands. Benjamin K. Benjamin Templeton. Big Scoop Melting. Big Sexy. The Scoop Lockean. Brad Martin. Bradley Golder. Brendan Light. Unbanned Scoop. Lensman Scoop. Bull Scoop. The Ice Cream Headache. Charles Jusecki. Charles Vanader. Charles Wilkinson. Chelsea Jensen. Uh, Chris Melancon, Duke Scoopum, Christopher Huff, Clayton Shoney, Colin Crawford, Costia Davidis's, Craig Blackie, Dan Martin, Dana Kate, Dan Couch, Tenny, Slow Churned Scoop, David Good, David Data Scoop, Violon, David Wolf, Champagne Scooper Nova, The Damsels of Dorkington, Donald McDaniel, The Famous Ball, Iron Scoop, Dustin Lindorf, Alyssa Walzak, Elio Zare, Frank Bachetti, The Salty Squid, Gareth Mayhu, uh, Mehu? Mehu, Mehu, Garth Pierce, Gene Zink, George Zil, uh, George Self, Gina Joven, Hillian Scoop, and Glenn. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much. And they just announced that uh, Malort is making hand sanitizer. I always thought it was hand sanitizer. <laughs> Maybe it'll be. It, it couldn't be a worse hand sanitizer than it is a drink. The only person I've recommended not watching Better Call Saul is my dad because he is a lawyer and a trial lawyer, and he always hated. Uh, the portrayal of law in like other TV shows. Oh yeah, and I'm sure this would drive him crazy. I would think so. But 
everyone else. I think it's a good show. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, someone asking on Super, are you going to be putting out fresh content? I'm wondering if I should write a scoop mail, check in and see how all the scoops are doing. Uh, yes. Let you know how fucking fresh it is. I just read your tweet on air. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're fucking recording. Um, you know, you didn't see that I already replied to that tweet. So fresh and so clean, clean. No, I just looked at it right now. Yeah. But you replied on Twitter. I replied on air. Ah. I'm better than you. That, that fact. Um, yeah. We have all, we're all basically living in our houses or here. So we're, we're, we're here for the time being. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, we're having consistent conversations about it and just, and just checking in with each other and making sure that we're, that we're doing well. We have backup plans for lockdown. But we, mm-hmm. yeah, so the, there'll be no uh, stopping content. No matter yeah. what. Even if we get locked down in houses, we have there backup plans. There will be a drip feed of something coming yeah. from us. I was talking yeah, about yeah. this on Drinking with Jacob last night. This is that, our uh, last job. We've got something. <laughs> it's the only thing. That's really that's the only bit. thing. The Patreon is the only income in our household. So, yeah. Uh, uh, we are uh, hanging. Um, so we're going to find a way to put out content no matter what. As a matter of fact, we're trying to figure out ways to put out more content is what our yes. uh, meetings have been about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so if you... Uh, haven't figured out Twitch yet? You just, you just go to twitch.tv uh, slash Hayscoops or thebucketshow.com. Yeah, you can go to thebucketshow.com. Even if you don't have, I was explaining this to SJ last night, yeah. even if you don't have a Twitch account, you can just do it. You just go to thebucketshow.com. That takes you right to us. Uh, you can see our, our page on there. Uh, people are asking about um, uh, whenever we, we did a bucket show last week, we've been doing Drinking with Jacob. Uh, Paul's got some stuff that he's going to do that's coming up on there. Uh, we all have some stuff that we're doing on there. Obviously, this show. People are asking you how they can find out about it. There are a couple of ways you can find out about it. The easiest way is if you subscribe to our Twitch page, which if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe for free, giving us Jeff Bezos' money, which is just great for everyone who's not named Jeff Bezos. And you'll get a notification about any time we go live on Twitch with any programming. <laughs> exactly. Or if you just follow us on Twitter, uh, at HeyScoops on Twitter, at Audio Guy Jacob, at the famous Paul, or at Sweet Maddie D. Uh, whenever any of us are doing something, we usually put out a, uh, a little Twitter blast on there. Uh, at the very least, at Hey Scoops, uh, and that'll tell you when uh, when something is coming up. And the names we just thanked on air were people who thanks on Patreon. If you go to preachingfun.com, it takes you to our Patreon page uh, for two bucks a month. I bring that up because. Uh, one of the benefits is you get our RS another separate RSS feed for this podcast, yes. which normally has uh, ad-free uh, versions of our podcast. We used to also do a lot more bonus content. Um, I the already... tomato seed, uh, that ad is on, on both feeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did put it, since I offered that episode of Abracadabal out, I was like, oh, that's stupid. I'll just put it in the RSS feed. So that's already there. So anyone's never heard me joke around with my wife, that is on that podcast. Um, if you've only listened to this podcast, you have not heard Matt joke around with his wife. That's the truth. And uh, but but uh, also for patrons, uh, we're going to possibly come up with more content just for that RSS feed. Yeah, uh, as well. Um, so there'll be extra content coming to you uh, to patrons on that feed uh, this month as well. Because we one, we're so grateful that you're supporting us. Two, we're a community, and so what happens is when we do a bucket show, it's great, but also when when Jacob is on there just drinking with Jacob on Twitch it's just a chance for Scoops to hang out we do our live Twitch broadcast it's a chance for our listeners to kind of hang out and check in with each other yeah and I think that is probably the most important thing that we could do for people uh, uh, in this time Ann and I are aiming for an AMA on Thursday Uh, are you going to do it on the Twitch? yeah there you go All right. so this is if you weren't if you're on the fence about whether or not to find a way to go to thebucketshow.com. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night would be uh, uh, hanging out with uh, Paul and I don't sound like this, Anne. That's mm-hmm. it. And she's going to do the voice the entire time. The whole oh, damn that'd be time. really funny. 
<laughs> to me. <laughs> really would be. Um, so uh, for those of you who are still finding time to put us into your schedule, we hope that our, our, our honest and preaching fun kind of break from all the craziness is helping. Um, uh, we know that we love doing this, and we're, and we're more grateful and thankful for this community than ever. Yes. And uh, we hope you keep checking us out. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. We're about to sit down and stuff a whole lot of stickers into a whole lot of envelopes. Which is something you can get over at PreachingFun.com. We're about to stuff a whole bunch of those into envelopes and then mail them out. Because it would be silly if we just put them in the envelopes and then didn't mail them. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> you know what time it is right now, though? It's time for the drums. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Oh, look out. Alex Phillip would like a limerick about Better Call Saul, dedicated to Little Sammy Scoop. Okay. Fake wrestling is known as a work. Don't hit me, you stupid-ass jerk. I'm watching a show that you all should know, and it's starring Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> nice. There you go. There you go. Andrew Cheever would like a limerick. Uh... It is better with lime, or is that lime? That's L-I-M-E or L-Y-M-E. Wah, wah. Dedicated to the coronavirus and sweet Maddie D, who just never seems to get as much love. Oh, well, thank you. I get plenty of love. I don't know where, where I you agree. got that impression. Maddie D gets plenty of love. Yeah. Uh, Probably I, too much. Exactly. I think this just went to my head, and now I'm now annoying to work with. Yeah. The uh. country is covered in fear. Misplaced on a Mexican beer. But the real enemy to you and to me is something you can't see or hear. There you go. A scoop of root canal would like a limerick about mom jokes dedicated to episode 660. (laughs) A limerick about mom jokes. Oh, that's funny. She's fat and she's like the town bike. <laughs> Stuck her finger in every damn dike. She's a ratty old hag. Like a nasty blood bag. Your mom is someone I don't like. Oh. <laughs> Scoop Chang the Beijing Bugle. Oh, excuse me. Would like a triple threat. Oh. Scoop Chang the Beijing Bugle would like a triple threat about cheese. Dedicated to being quarantined in Shanghai because of the coronavirus. Oh, my oh God. No. Sure. Um, quick shout out to a uh, channel that I follow on YouTube called ADV China. Uh-huh. Two expats. They're back in Cali right now, mm-hmm. but they have done lots and lots of content about China mm-hmm. from an outsider's perspective. Pretty fascinating stuff. And they've got a real interesting take on what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about what's going on right now. Uh-oh. Sounds like you're about to talk about some YouTube shit to me. No, d- this is not YouTube shit. This is, I've read this in legit magazine articles. This is what's happening. What has Paul <laughs> Mattingly been watching lately? 
things inside Majestic 12. If I were to ask either of you, what was the epicenter of this outbreak, what would your response be? Bigfoot. Wuhan, China. Okay. And Bigfoot. Uh, no, the uh, all I've all I've heard is the uh, exotic eating of exotic animals at, at an outdoor market. Might in China, be, might be the yeah in, in China, right? It might be the epicenter. Okay, so two things already, uh-huh. or, or many things. It's interesting that you even that you mentioned Wuhan mm-hmm. because that was their plan when this happened. China was like, okay, we're going to throw it on Wuhan. We're going to fire the officials there. Mm-hmm. We're going to boot out the governors or the, the mayors and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And we're going to put the blame square on Wuhan. So Wuhan was the fall guy for China in general. Okay. Right? Uh, You're telling me I can't trust Chinese media? <laughs> dude. That, but that's, that's what I'm saying. But, but here's the thing. You heard it here first. Well, they've, And as you, you've seen, they've kicked out all kinds of external media. Like they're yes. really cranking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was their original plan. Yeah. Then <laughs> there are people on Twitch asking, "Who is they?" The Chinese government. Chinese okay, government. I have a they. Great. Okay, the Chinese government. Um, then they were like, the Chinese government was like, "Well, you know what? Now it's getting called the Chinese virus and stuff." Mm-hmm. They're seeing now foreigners coming back to China. Mm-hmm. And people who left China coming back to China after this first wave of the virus. Mm-hmm. Right. And they are now squarely blaming the second wave on Westerners returning return. Westerners. Right. Yes. I knew that. And they're and now they've gone so far as to go full on saying, No, this is all from America. Oh. Well, I know that yeah. Uh, they are trying to switch the blame game 100% so that it is no longer even a Wuhan thing. And I'm not saying either side is right on this shit. No, no, no. But I'm just, it's fascinating, the geopolitical moves that are being made by the parties involved all around the world. But, you, but yeah, you, you saying that about China doesn't surprise me at all. Right. What I hate is that w- normally, at least on the face of things... We're not, not supposed to play the, the game. same game. No, I know. Right. I know. That's what's right. that's what's different this time. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. But also they are they are playing this very uh they're they're really sharpening their political tools here. Well, and it's not like the country's getting along beforehand. No, no, but I mean China is really maneuvering in in a larger geopolitical sense to try and this could be a leveraging point for where they they position themselves as the superpower now. Yeah. They're sure. trying to. I look forward to the our English version of a former superpower. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I think it's so weird to try to like assert stuff, you know. I think I th- I think there are ideals. Mm. American ideals that I love that we advocate for it and that we can be a big example for. Mm-hmm. I like us to flex on, you know, po- you know, moral issues, moral issues, democracy, yep. et cetera. Right. So because of that, I don't like the thought of that, but so much of patriotism has been degraded down to a sense of rank. 
Right. For no reason. And my country is better than your country. So it's like, okay. Yep. China is the superpower now. Fine. I still like, I still want human rights. Yeah. And freedom. Right. And, and, and these other, you know, it's like, it's just, and, yeah, it's, you a, know, it's a fascinating time. So it's like, why do I want this rank of superpower? I only want this rank of superpower if we want to carry the day for, uh, you know, being on the right side of morality and human dignity. Yeah. yeah. Right. Scoop Chang, I hope you enjoyed that triple threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are we? That was cheese. Cheese. Oh my God. We never even got to cheese. We'll get there. Uh, I like my. I like that we just had this. Like, I like that I'm gonna go from this to I like my women. Like I like my cheese <laughs> <laughs> on a plate in my living room. Yeah, uh, 185 cheese walked to the bar. Bartender says your money's no gouda here. <laughs> oh, 185 cheese walking to the bar. Yeah, here we go. And uh, the bartender says, uh, "Get out of here, you monsters." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 185 cheese walk to the bar. And the bartender says, Does anybody else feel a draft? And they're like, Oh, it's the breeze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they call me the cheese. <laughs> now they call me the cut cheese because I smell like a fuck. <laughs> ah, fair enough, fair enough. I am the cheese, the cut cheese. What's the difference between your mom and uh, cheese? What? One is just a brick of curdled weird dairy shit. <laughs> and the other is cheese. Woo! It's true. Brad Lecklucker would like a triple threat about cultists dedicated to uh, Brushwood's Seven Acre Schwood in honor of the uh, Founders Club picnic. We're coming. It's just postponed. One yep. day. Cults. It's Cults. It's going to be a lot closer to Scoop Fest, I'm afraid. Yeah, might just be what, during but, Scoop Fest. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tickets are already. Per- I think we're. That's fine. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm holding my breath on that too. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, November. Yeah. November. Yeah, it's eight months. Yeah. Cultists. Trump's says Easter. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it! Oh fuck! What a time! Fine. What a time to uh, be like uh, again. ADV China. Check it out. Fun. Th- they, they ride motorcycles all, ro- all across China while they're having fun conversations about geopolitical subjects. Oh, so it's, it's a cool little, little channel. I like okay. it. That's great. Yeah. 185 cultists <laughs> walk into a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve cultists here. Did Janet Reno burst in and just burned the whole place to the ground? Whoa, Whoa. And the bartender said, that's why. That's why. Uh, 185. <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, they call me the cultist because of uh, this jacket that I wear that says not a cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is clearly false. Uh, I like my uh, women like I like my cults. Gullible. Yeah. Gulliver's Travels. Did you see Jared Leto started a cult? That, uh, I didn't know that, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> no. did, you, did you see this? <laughs> no. So, Jared Leto started a cult, and... He was on a cult retreat right as everything happened last week. Mm-hmm. And when he got back from the cult retreat, he was like, we didn't have phones out in the woods with my cult, so we didn't know what was going on. Oh, my God. And I'm like, only Jared Leto. I keep hearing little stories about people who were like on wilderness retreats or something like that. The who cast didn't have a big cell brother. Service. Oh, yeah. The cast a big brother doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's... Is that happening right now? Yeah. And that's literally the scenario that you come up with when you're like, right. 
What happened? Wait, if I the do cast that of Big Brother. Whatever, which one ever. It's no, got to no. be the London one. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Because the yeah. the U.S. one isn't happening right now. Because no, my no, wife no. would be watching it. Yeah, yeah. Are they letting them just stay in there? I guess they're they technically have, they quarantined. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between uh, your mom and a cult? What's that? One follows uh, Jared Leto. The other uh, puts waffles in her pussy, Lego my ego. <laughs> it's a difference. Doc Scoop would like a triple threat. Oh, shit. Doc Scoop would uh, like a triple threat about Jacob Smith. Oh, shit. Doc Scoop. You pr- 185 Jacob Smiths walking to the bar. He's like, we don't have enough booze for this situation. <laughs> we are done. We are closing. Lock down the top shelf. <laughs> He's going to raid the top shelf. That's what he does. That's he what knows, I do. He knows what's good. It's what I do. Put him away. Uh, they call me the Jacob Smith. It's just too easy. Because, uh, yeah, they yeah, do. yeah it's just, that's what they call me. It's my name. I uh, like my women like I like my Jacob Smith. Long manes. Mm. I like my women like I like my Jacob Smith. Enough hair to pull from the front or the back. <laughs> I like my women like I like my Jacob Smith with a gray beard. <laughs> Uh, what's the difference between your mom and Jacob Smith? What? what? One is filled with whistle pig. <laughs> the other <laughs> is a pig that whistles. <laughs> Never said she wasn't talented. <laughs> That's it for us today, Scoops. We love you all sexually, and we'll see you soon. Bye.